Welcome to the Food, Peace, Please podcast, co-hosted by Serena Marie, RD, creator of Food Freedom Fit Fam, and Susan Ports, RD, creator of Ag Quality Academy. Our joint mission is to empower women to embrace food freedom. We want women to realize that there's more to life than changing your body and counting your calories, macros, or points. While we are medical professionals, this podcast is informational only and not meant as a substitute for individual medical advice. Now let's get this party started. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Food, Peace, Please podcast. Serena and I are here today and we are breaking the rules and bringing you another episode of Serena and Susan Unscripted. So if you haven't listened to our previous episode, um, we do these occasionally. And these episodes are episodes where we kind of talk about something like a little bit more personal that's been triggering us lately. And we kind of talk each other through it. And let you listen in on what it's like. Because ultimately, what we want you to know is that like there's really no like perfect end destination in this entire food freedom journey in your journey of life like things are always going to continue to come up and so we want to kind of share with you things that like happen to us when we are several years into this so that way you know like there's no perfect end destination to this so Serena, would you like to share what has been going on with you lately? Absolutely. So I was kind of talking about this in a in a previous episode, but um, and I think I've mentioned this a couple of times here is I'm getting married um in 66 days, uh, so really freaking soon. And I have my bridal shower coming up here in like two weeks. I have my bachelorette party in three weeks, and and my wedding in two months, essentially. And you know, I, I honestly feel kind of nervous and like maybe shameful, like even speaking this into existence. But like I've been feeling really kind of triggered by this whole idea <laughs> that like I haven't tried to like look different for my wedding. Like I haven't tried to like get in tip-top shape or – um, haven't tried to change the way my body looks for like my big day, quote unquote. And um, I feel like really nervous talking about this. And like I I think the reason it's feeling so triggering for me is like I feel like I'm the center of attention. I'm going to get all these pictures taken of me. And I care. Like I really care about how I'm going to look in them versus I feel like usually I have a very nonchalant attitude towards photos and the way I look. I'm like, okay, sometimes like I wake up and I feel good and sometimes I wake up and I don't feel good. And I'm kind of like, I really hope I feel good like when I'm the center of attention on those days because it feels really important. I don't know. Like I just feel really triggered lately. It's really, it's been like a really uncomfortable, weird space to be in. Do you think, so I think that's really, one, I think it's really important to like recognize this because I think that you are definitely not alone in that. And I think sharing that you're like feeling that pressure, even though like you have freedom with food and like have done so much work on body image and all of those things. Like, so the thing that I thought about when you were like sharing some of that was like our culture and like our cultural norms around like 
brides and weddings. And it kind of sounds to me like that's really playing into it. Like there's some like even though you're not really like you're not putting that pressure on yourself, like it's like you're being surrounded by like the cultural side of it. Does that sound like kind of what it is? Yeah, and I think it's like, you know, I've maybe been practicing food freedom now for like five or six years, but like, you know, your your wedding day is something you're thinking about, you know, I sound so girly and silly, but like it's something you think about from like a very young age. So like even though maybe the last five years my brain has been this like on this food freedom journey, and I'm not going to say the second I started, I had like I'm, – I'm way further in my journey than I was five years ago. But like I think, you know, throughout my 20s, if you had – when, which is I think when I really started thinking about like getting married, my wedding day, et cetera. If you had told me I wasn't going to be trying to look a certain way, I would have been like, no, like <laughs> I am definitely going to be like – sweating for the wedding, quote unquote, or whatever BS they say. And so I think it's just this really like – it's completely cultural. Like like I made up like that phrase even like that I pulled from, you know, out of nowhere. It's because somebody taught me that. But it's absolutely our culture and like just all this pressure on like looking a certain way on your wedding day. Yeah. It's so true. And I just like think – the other thing that I thought about when you were sharing that was that the thing about it, like when it is like actually happening, which maybe this is going to like give you – well, I'm hoping this makes you feel like more positive about it and not like as worried about like – I feel like when the actual day comes, like you're just going to be like so excited and so happy. Plus also like you feel like you're getting pampered because like like you get your hair done and your nails done and you're, you know, like you put on your makeup, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. To me, like it felt like very like a pampering experience. Granted, there's still a lot of like nerves and everything else associated with it. But uh, it like I feel like that I, I feel like that will help um, you not feel as like focused on that like side of it. But I think acknowledging the fact like that that there's like this really societal pressure that you need to look a specific way and normalizing the fact that like you don't have to lose weight or change your body before you get married. And it's really weird because like I think a lot of this is shame. I honestly think as I, as you're talking through this, like I'm not worried. I don't know how to like put it into words. Like I'm not worried like I guess I'm kind of contradicting myself because it's like I think it's very it's like the thing when you have like the two beliefs that are Uh, true for yourself at the same time. So like that cognitive dissonance because like as you're talking, I'm like, oh yeah, I know like it's going to be a day of pampering and I'm so excited and like I'm not worried about how I look. But at the same time, I also know that's not true because I've been feeling activated. Like I'm going to get my second dress fitting on June 8th and like I'm kind of not looking forward to it because like my tailor, my seamstress kind of like said something last time that made me feel like she thought I would be dieting. And I'm like, I don't like, I'm just not kind of looking forward to dealing with that again. And like, you know, I bought a bunch of dresses to try on 
which goes back to Daisy's episode. Uh, but I bought a bunch of dresses to try on for my bridal shower and like I didn't really like the way I looked in any of them. So like it's more like I almost think it's like something about like the trying on the clothes is really activating for me. And usually when I try on clothes, I'm really chill and I'm just kind of like, okay, this doesn't fit me. I need a different size. Or like, okay, this doesn't look good on me. Like I need a different style. But I think it's like the fact that like I already bought my wedding dress. I'm not changing it. Like that was a expensive thing to buy. And like as I'm picking out a a bridal shower outfit, I'm kind of like, well, I need a white dress. And so I tried on all these different white dresses I mean, I know I don't have to wear a white dress, but I want to. Um, And so I'm kind of like annoyed that I bought like 10 white dresses and I don't like any of them, you know? So it's like, it's, it's really like the outfit choosing part that's been stressful for me, I think. Yeah, I totally get that because like problem, like because you're picking out a specific outfit for a specific event versus like going into the store or just buying stuff online for you to wear like casually, you know, like for you to, whether it's like, you know, work from home or going out or like when you're just wearing that stuff casually, like maybe it feels like there's less pressure. Yeah. There's less pressure and there's like more ability to like, I think have flexibility. Like there's a bunch of different styles of white dresses I can wear, but like ultimately I want like a summery white dress because my bridal shower is in June. And so I think it's like the fact that like I can't wear like a big loose t-shirt and like white shorts. Like, I mean, I could, but I'm not, I don't want to. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like I'm a little bit more limited in like how to dress my body. And like I dress my body in a way that makes me feel really confident and comfortable, you know, all the time. But for these situations, like I think, I think it's like I have a preconceived idea of how I want to look on my bridal shower day. Mm. I think that's what it is. Is like in my brain, I'm like, this is how I want to look. And then when I try on clothes and I'm like, but I don't look like that, I don't like it. And I think, I think really what I'm kind of processing here out loud is like, I think I need to shift that idea of like, well, I'm not gonna look like the way I think in my brain. Because I think that person in my brain is that disordered body I had in my 20s. So I feel like really emotional, (laughs) like, you know, and like, I don't have that body anymore. And like, I can be sad that I don't have that body anymore. Like I'm allowed to feel that way because we have been conditioned since legit birth to feel Mm -hmm. like we need to have that specific perfect quote unquote body that I was still miserable even when I had that body. Um, But like, you know, I think right now, like realizing I'm going to show up in my authentic health body, like this is who Serena is. This is what health looks like on my body. Like, I don't think I've quite made peace with that. And I don't know how to like fit the image of what I want to look like on this body, like how to dress this body to match how I want to look like. I think my bridal shower is really like the thing that's coming up for me right now is the trigger. Yeah. It's not, e- yeah, it's not even actually the wedding yeah. day. It, I mean, it sounds like it, 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 like maybe that's a smaller piece of it. The bigger thing is the bridal shower thing. Yeah. And I think it's because I bought all these dresses and they're sitting in my closet and I have to f- go to the post office and return them. And I hate doing that. <laughs> I was <laughs> so annoyed. I almost just cursed. I was like, Ugh, I hate doing it. Um, and I'm annoyed that none of them match the idea of how I want to look. Yeah. So do you feel like you have to like start over? And like find some other dresses now? So I think what I would tell my client is I would be like, well, what kind of mood were you in when you tried on the clothes, right? Because when you're in a bad mood, everything you put on 
you hate. Mm-hmm. And so I think what I need to do is I need to check when I need to return these dresses by so I don't so I don't get stuck with a million white dresses I hate. <laughs> yeah, trust me, you don't want that because there's not like a million occasions where you're going to want to wear white dress. No, it's like literally this is it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I think I need to like – you know, find a day when I have more capacity, kind of what Daisy was saying. Definitely listen to that episode if you didn't check it out already. Um, She was a personal stylist who like specializes in helping women as they find food freedom. But choosing a day when I have more capacity, I feel rested, I feel good, maybe putting makeup on and like maybe even doing my hair instead of just like, you know, having my ponytail and my (laughs) sweaty face. Yeah, like actually get ready. Yeah, like get cute. And then try the dresses on and just make sure I actually don't like them Um, because honestly, the idea of having to find a new white dress is not – that doesn't sound good either. But maybe that's what I have to do. I need to – I really need to figure this out. I have like not a lot of time left. (laughs) Yeah. What did you say? Two weeks? Yeah. It's the 18th. So 16 days. (laughs) Yikes. <laughs> well, I like that plan because it sounds a little bit like – I mean, it's definitely – you know, it's a little bit of like a grief cycle, mm-hmm. you know, with the way that you were describing it before. But I think, like you said, like actually getting ready how you would get ready because here's the thing. I notice this in myself too. Like when I actually like get ready and like try things on, like I feel way different than like – if I'm like doing it right before I go to bed and I'm all ready for bed and I have like, you know, my hair is in like a messy bun and no makeup on. Right. Which is like absolutely when I try clothes on is like right before bed when I'm like literally exhausted and like drained from the day. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this sounds fun. But then it's not fun because I'm like grumpy and tired and don't have my like hair and face all done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think the other thing for me to process out here is like the shame I'm feeling, right? Like I'm not giving myself permission to be a 34-year-old woman in America who feels conditioned to look, you know, perfect, quote unquote. And guys, this is all like like I don't know, maybe maybe should like record a trigger warning before we like release this episode cuz like I'm clearly in a thin privileged body. Yeah. But, but the thing I want you to hear here is like there is no body where you don't feel triggered. Like all of us are conditioned to dislike our body. Like there Mm -hmm. is – and I am not going to pretend like I absolutely have privilege. Like, you know, I don't go places and I'm constantly judged for my body size. So I'm not pretending that's not real. But like I think it's just important. The takeaway message here is whether you're in a thinner body or a larger body, you're conditioned to dislike yourself. And so when this is coming up for me – it feels so like heavy because I feel like I've I've gotten past this already. I'm kind of like, wait a second. Like I already sat in this grief. I already did all this ish. Like I've already processed this feeling. And like when body image stuff comes up for me, I'm really good at shrugging my shoulders and realizing, hey, Serena, like you're having trouble being kind to yourself today. Can you go take a nap? Can you go for a walk? Can you put some happy music on? Like I'm really good at like – understanding how to handle my body image like issues when they pop up and this hasn't been easy to clear like I've felt really stuck in it and I think it's because the story is much older like the story is from like teenage years or 20 year old years and I think that's why I feel so shameful that I'm having these like really strong feelings towards my body that I really I real like I'm not lying like I have not felt this 
weird tension with my body in a really like in years, like in a long time. And so I think it's also just like the shame that I feel that way as like an intuitive eating dietitian and a body image coach. Yeah. You know what I was thinking as you were saying that? Like I I feel like it part of it is it's like it's like bringing up this like old wound for you. Like you said, it's like something like probably that was like buried deep inside of you that like this particular event, it has like brought it out. And even though like you've already like put so much like time and effort into like working through so much of like the body image stuff, like it's like this particular event is just like bringing it out. And you know what? This is actually like make it, it's just like we were saying in the beginning, like this, this is, we're talking about something that we're triggered, like that's triggering. So I think this is just triggering this inside of you. And like it, it's making me think like for myself, like sometimes, you know, sometimes certain things are not triggering for me and then sometimes they are. So maybe it's just like having more grace for yourself in the situation where you're like, okay, this is, this is just more activating than one, what you anticipated it to be. And two, just giving yourself a little bit more gentleness and more like grace and like the process of like, okay, like this is bringing things up for me, but that's, that's okay. Like this is normal. Like I'm a human being that has feelings and has like things that like are going to like occasionally come up and that's okay. Like, so you just have to like do nice things. Like you said, like it's like going and doing nice things for yourself, but that's also not I think you and I have talked a lot about doing nice things for yourself in the sense like that's not like a normal thing, but it's really, really helpful <laughs> to go and like do nice things for yourself. Yeah. I think it's having grace. I think that's like exactly like if we put our finger on what's going on here, it's that every time this comes up for me, I feel really sh- ashamed and like angry that like I'm stuck here. And I think the other thing, like, as Susan's, like, talking, I'm, like, yeah. And I think, like, I I almost feel like this is, like, a new level, right? Like, with body image, you're – literally, there's no finish line. (laughs) Like, yay, more sexy, great things about the food freedom journey. (laughs) Woo! You know, there is no, like, I have arrived and I now, like, love my body, like, unconditionally. Like, I don't think – anyone is going to ever get there because we have just been taught to hate our body and we are bombarded every day with airbrushed images of women's body and bodies are supposed to change. Bodies are going to get older. Like I just don't think it's possible to like love your body day in, day out. I don't mean to sound like negative. So I feel like I've been in this very comfortable place where like I've been doing my body image work and I've been dressing my body in a way that feels like authentic to my identity, blah, 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 blah. And this is kind of like a new level of like Serena at the wedding. And then like, you know, I'm just thinking of Susan, like there's going to be levels of like, you know, the like last episode you were talking about fertility treatments changing your body. Like that would be a level for somebody. Like getting pregnant. That would be a level for someone. Postpartum, that would be a level for someone. Just the natural aging process, menopause, that would be a level for someone. And so I almost feel like as we're talking, I'm like, rather than feeling shame that I'm not like this perfect like rise above it, 
you know, like body image journey person, I need to recognize like exactly what Susan just said, like I'm human. And so I'm reaching a new level in my journey where I'm being like kind of subconsciously or whatever it's going on, like pressured into looking like a bride, quote unquote, whatever that means. And (laughs) it's so hard not to curse when I'm unscripted. Um, And I – and like – and so I'm triggered. And so what what is so wrong with that, that I am human and that this is like a new level, quote unquote, and that I'm having trouble coping with it and all I can do is have compassion? Yeah, exactly. And as you were like talking through that, what I was thinking about is – you know, we talk a lot about like the journey. Like we talk a lot about like the food freedom journey. Like I talk about the fertility journey, but I just like want to take a minute to just like totally zoom out and like point out the fact that like life is just a journey. And so we're, we're all, there's always going to be things like we cannot as human beings set ourselves up for the expectation that like that there is like an end goal, like that you're going to like get there because like the thing is that like just like dieting or losing weight or honestly like getting pregnant, like when you get there, like there's always something else. Like it just like it keeps going. That's why it's a journey. Like if there was constantly, you know, you're reaching this perfect destination of being happy. Like it's just not realistic to be like happy 100% of the time and to feel like perfectly amazing in your body and for like amazing relationship with like, that's just not realistic. Like there's always going to be ebb and flows to things. And some things are going to be, you know, easier than others, right? Like, so like Serena was sharing where she was saying like, you know, she has the tools, she knows how to like cope and things like that. And so maybe certain seasons are much easier than others. Um, but that's, that's kind of just life. And I hate, like, I'm not trying to like downplay it, but the reality is that it's just like, that's just, everybody has things and they're, it's always happening. And that's just, that's just how life is. And we're human beings and this is how we respond to it. Like we have to like normalize this. So we're not always feeling this guilt and shame. I think this is so funny because like when Susan and I were trying to figure out what to talk about today and we kind of were like, oh, let's just do unscripted. But we were like bouncing around the idea of like talking about toxic positivity. And I think that's kind of what is actually – I didn't know we were going to arrive here, but I actually think that's kind of what I'm doing to myself is that I'm like, but I like have all the tools. So like I should just like know how to coach my way out of this feeling and like and then I can be happy and then I can feel good. And like I think it's like a really unfair expectation for me to give to anyone else and therefore for myself too because I'm also human of like we're not always just going to like have the solution and the solution is going to be easy and we're going to figure it out and put a smile on our face and move past it. And I think we want that and I think the diet culture markets that to us of like, well, if you just look this way, then you're going to be happy all the time and you're going to have so much energy and you're you're going to be glowing and your life's going to be great and perfect. And I, and I, and I think – Maybe there's even this subconscious story of like, I want my wedding day to be perfect. I waited a long time to get married. Like, you know, and and so like maybe there's a little bit of a of a narrative of like, I, 
you know, in order to have the perfect wedding day, I need to look a certain way, you know? And I, and I think it's just poking holes in the story of like, well, no, I don't believe in that. That's not true. And that stuff actually really irritates me to even like think of life in that perspective of like you have to always just take things as they come, put a smile on your face and like be okay with it and like be happy because like there's so many gifts in life. And it's like, yeah, there are, but we're also allowed to like be sitting in our sock and like grooving, grieving or processing in the way that helps us actually feel real emotion. Yeah, I that is such a good point. That whole like pyramid of like toxic positivity and not like allowing ourselves to feel the way that we feel because we feel like guilt and shame about how it is that we're feeling is like so incredibly unhelpful when seriously, sometimes like the best thing that you can do for yourself is to just sit in the suck. Like if you feel like crap, like you feel like crap. Like I can tell you right now firsthand, like if I just like allow myself to like sit in the suck and like feel bad and not and feel low energy, like it, it honestly, like it goes away faster than when I try to resist it. And when I in my head, I'm internally beating myself up saying like, oh my gosh, you need to be more positive. You need to look at it from like all these positive angles of like, there's so many good things in your life and blah, blah, blah. Like I, like when you're sitting in the suck, you're not saying that there's not good things in your life. You're just sitting with those emotions that are, have you feeling not so great. And like, I have said this like a lot on this episode, but like you are a human. So to have the expectation that you're never going to feel like that is just not realistic. Like human beings have emotions and we need to allow ourselves to feel them. And the more you allow yourself to feel it is going to be easier and just sitting with it rather than resisting it the entire time and beating yourself up and having this internal narrative, which I totally used to have of like, oh my God, stop being so negative, blah, blah, blah. Like you're beating yourself up because you had a negative thought because, you know, someone told you that in my world, someone told you that they're pregnant and you're like, oh my God, why do I feel so crappy about this? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, you know what? You feel crappy about it because that's what you want. And other people are getting what you want. Like, and it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And And like, I think what you just said was like, and you can recognize like you feel cruddy, but you also have things to be grateful for. Like those two things, they don't cancel each other out. Yeah. You're not like ungrateful just because you feel cruddy that day. Yeah. And I really like – we interviewed um, Spencer Broussard in episode seven. And uh, I really like – she uses the term receive instead of grateful because she's like, I just got so sick of hearing the word grateful of like, you should be grateful for that. And I'm like, okay, amen. Because that's kind of true. Like, I feel like grateful is almost becoming like, well, a little bit like toxic positivity, you know, like, oh, you need to write down all these things that you're grateful for and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't know. Like, I've never found like huge benefits in like writing down like this one I'm grateful for. Because like, I just like write down the same things every day. (laughs) And anyway, so she talks about receiving and like just receiving like the abundance um, like within your life. And I really like that because it just it 
it feels different. It feels like a different energy. It feels better. So like maybe I'm trying to like think about like Serena in your situation. Like, is there a way to like receive this season? Um, you know, you're going to be receiving gifts. You're going to be like, look at all the things you're going to be receiving in this season. And, you know, maybe like part of that is you're receiving this experience where it's kind of brought up like some old like wounds for you. And it is allowing you to just recognize that you're human. Yeah, I think... I think something that helps me as a as a coach and as like a nurturer um, and as an Enneagram too is that I – when I go through things like this, the like silver lining for me is like, ooh, like I can help my clients, right? Like this is going to help me like sit in the suck with my clients better. This is going to help me – when I figure out how to get through this level and now I'm kind of aware of like how many levels there are to come as my body continues to age and change, right? Because I'm alive. Um, I, I feel like this is going to make me a better nurturer for my friends and my my loved ones and my clients. And um, so I think I can find – I can receive – how do I put this – in Spencer, ter- I can receive that, I guess, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think I can receive that and be happy I'm receiving that, mm-hmm. even though right now I wish like one of those dresses had just looked fantastic and I didn't have to like go through this whole thing that I'm going through with the 16 day timeline. <laughs> but maybe when you go back and you try the dresses on with your hair done and like some makeup on, and like when you're in like a, a better mood, so, like, do it on the day when the sun is shining or something. <laughs> uh, maybe one of them will look really nice. Yeah. No. Or maybe it won't. And you know what? You still have 16 days and you can order 10 more dresses even though you don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I I think honestly, I think almost like the the biggest pain point here is that I've been avoiding thinking about this and dealing with this. So, like – if I had had this conversation 20 days ago and I had 36 days to figure this out, it wouldn't have felt so like down to the wire um, versus right now I'm kind of feeling like, dang, I really got to figure this out like right now. Um, <laughs> um, so I really think that's like a big lesson for you as a listener listen- like hearing this is like, you know, rather than just kind of thinking, oh my gosh, I don't like how I look and therefore I need to like just like sit in this and like hate myself. It's like, well, no, we actually need to like talk about it, whether it's with your dietitian or your partner or your friend or journal it out um, because there is like a deeper story there, right? And I think for me, it's a lot of shame that as a body image coach, I'm like experiencing all these negative feelings towards my my, my body and like pressure to look a certain way when I thought I was past this. Um and then I think also it's just kind of the dressing room drama, the stuff, the literally the stuff we talked about with Daisy. And I, again, I really thought I kind of had a handle on that too. But I think dressing for a special occasion just kind of is a little bit more activating than dressing to like hang out in quarantine for the last two years. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, hopefully this episode was helpful for you. Um, Just kind of hearing 
how this is just how life is. Like there's going to be ups and downs, ebbs and flows, and we can learn to like sit with it and receive however you're feeling and just allow those feelings. It's going to make it easier. Thanks for uh, coaching me through it, Susan. I appreciate you. Of course. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you for joining us. If you are a female athlete looking to heal your relationship with your body, head to serenamarierd.com to download my free runner's guide to better body image. And if you're trying to conceive, head over to simplejoyfulnutrition.com to grab your free guide to get started boosting your egg quality.